0: Welcome to Washoe Life, a place where you can discover stories of life here in Northern Nevada. I'm Nancy Lewinhagen. And I'm Bethany Drysdale. So happy to be here. It is going to be another interesting day here at Washoe Life. Bethany, we've got some very interesting guests. You're going to meet two very unique residents in our community making a difference in very unique ways. Absolutely.
1: We're going to speak with one gentleman that we have right here with us and a little later on speaking with Grant Denton, the founder of Karma Box, on what led him to want to start giving
0: back to the community. And that's the theme today, really giving back. That's right. And that's what you're going to that's who you're going to hear from first. We are here with Sun Valley resident Jason Merlis, who has spent the last several years cleaning up trash in his neighborhood. And I'm not talking about wrappers and empty bottles. This is uh, over and above what most people do. Welcome, Jason. We are so glad to have you here today. Hello,
2: Nancy and Bethany. How are you, ladies?
0: Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Jason, tell, give our listeners a little uh, overview of what you do for your neighborhood in Sun Valley.
2: I go up in the mountains and clean the trash out of the hills and ditches and anywhere else. I see trash, which is everywhere. How long have you been doing this? Oh, wow. Well, over two and a half years now.
1: Wow. And like Nancy said, it's not just typical trash. You're picking up some big stuff, too, and filling oh. multiple garbage cans. Is that correct?
2: Oh, any any garbage can I can find, it's going to be full.
0: Do you, uh, do you, what I, when I when I first met you, I learned that you would go and ask other neighbors and use their empty, their trash cans that weren't empty. Is that? that is very true. Is that kind of how you got
2: started, just looking mm. around? Oh, no. I would use mine, because mine, we only use like maybe two trash bags a week. I said, oh, I have all this space, so every week I'm making sure that is full. Wow. I bootstomp it down, and <laughs> then I use my neighbors.
0: And certainly they appreciate it.
2: Uh, well, I try not to tell them. I just use it anyway. They don't mind, though.
0: What kind of What kind of trash do you pick up?
2: Well, my first experience was uh, hypodermic needles, broken crack pipes, diapers, condoms, beer bottles is is number one.
1: Wow. And why did you start this? Did you just get fed up one day and march out there and start cleaning? What, What made you start this?
2: Well, I was talking with my friend one day and I told him, yeah, I went hiking up to the Sun Valley Regional Park. He said, well, why don't you just walk out your driveway and go up in the hills? I said, well, there's too much trash up there. So I said, no, I'm going to go take another look at this. And I went up there, and it was exactly what I thought it was. So I just picked up that one spot, and then I just moved up this another 200 feet, picked up that one, and it just snowballed into that.
0: So primarily people are going up there illegal dumping, is what you're picking up.
2: Yeah. Wow! When I started, this was mostly like old trash, probably a couple of years old. So it was spread, you know, a big hundreds of yards through all the sagebrush and.
0: But and what do you do? Put it in your truck.
2: Well, I use the five gallon buckets, like a Homer bucket, mm-hmm. and I'll just take six of those up. When I fill them six, I'm done.
1: So, when we talked earlier about this, what struck me was. Maybe I'm not a very nice person. I think I would be <laughs> mad about this. Oh,
2: oh, man.
0: That's a great
1: question. Oh,
2: very. Yeah. Um, usually, when I go up there, I'm usually cussing for like three, five minutes and <laughs> kicking the trash around for a while. But then I just put on my headphones and find me a nice tune, and I got my knee pads on. Wow. Get the business.
1: So you're not necessarily angry, and yeah, see, I'm I'm hung up on this. I really think that I would just be angry that there's this problem, but it sounds like you're rather than being angry about it, just doing something about it.
2: Uh, it took me about a year and a half to get unangry. Mm-hmm. After I clean up this spot, then I'd go up the next week, and there's a new one. That it's frustrating and very anger.
1: Wow. So, what would you ask of your resident, of your neighbors um, to help pitch in on this?
2: Uh, probably just don't dump, dump in the mountains, and and I'd come help. And if you need seniors need help, I come and boot stomp that down. You'd be amazed how much trash. Your trash is full, but it's not full to me. I could, you know, you get a hold of back of my pickup so you don't tip over. I boot stomp it down. Now there's like a third of the can is still. That's all the that much trash is in there. Jason's
0: the original recycler. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> my uh, my uh, recycle guy. I wondered wonder what he thought of how many beer bottles and cans I have in my <laughs> in my container. It's full to the top with Modelo bottles and Corona bottles.
0: Is that what you told us? Uh, is Is there one beer that you pick up more than anything oh, else? It's Modelo. Really?
2: It's nine out of ten.
1: Interesting. I like Modelo. So. Right. You That's don't it. anymore, I bet.
2: Uh, yeah, even when I see them on sale in the store, I'm like, oh, I know where those are going. <laughs> but I enjoy one once in a while. But mostly Budweiser. There you
1: go. <laughs> Does anybody come out to help you?
2: Um, no, I haven't. I had one guy on a mountain bike that he praised the heck out of me and said he'd he'd love to join, but I've he, never heard from him back. Yeah.
1: Do you do this once a week? Every
0: week?
2: Uh, at least once a week wow for a while it was at least twice a week because i had extra garbage cans to fill up yeah
0: one thing i learned about you too jason you came to sun valley in your youth this this community means a lot to you
2: oh (laughs) if you only knew how much i love that sun valley not at first when i first came there it was just desert and no trees but it grows on you you go up there hiking you, you do see the beauty and you just imagine these are like millions of years old, these rock formations, and you see a lizard sunning on a rock up there. But then you look down, there's a broken bottle. <laughs> it's hard to hike anymore. I need to put blinders on because I'm trying to get my heart rate up, but I just I can see glass you know, all the way up. They're shining like diamonds in the sun.
0: Wow. Once again, we are speaking with Jason Merlis. He's a Sun Valley resident, and he picks up trash. No one's asked you to do it. No one has said,
2: here, the- you just do it. I just do it. I have made $9 mm-hmm. in this whole time. Found $1 in a bush, and I went to grab this bag, and it was 8 dollars quarters. Wow. And it was been up there a while because when I grabbed it, it fell open, and then quarters went ting ting <laughs> all over the rocks. I said, hey. Anything else that you found that's surprising? Mm-hmm. I did find a deck. It was like a, I don't know, about a four by eight deck. Someone just dumped and. I got like an old western town in my yard. I said, <laughs> I know where that's going.
1: So you can upcycle some of this stuff Oh, as yeah. Well. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah. Very much.
1: Wow. So if somebody sees a need in their community and they say, okay, I, I see garbage or I see something that needs to be done, but I don't know what to do. Do you have any advice that you would give them? Maybe one piece of advice?
2: Uh, pick it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just get started. <laughs> yeah.
2: Get started or call me. If, I could, if someone could get a hold of me, I'd love to. Because the ditches out there are just full of bottles, cans. The best they got, like the full-size garbage bags that are already there, those are the easy ones. You, I can just throw them back in my truck and put the, the yellow sticker, excess of garden, uh, garbage sticker. Garbage.
0: Do you have an email? I don't. All right. What if... And I'm throwing this out on the
1: fly. What if we ask our listeners to email Washoe311 at WashoeCounty.gov if they're interested in in helping out? Maybe we can organize a cleanup day or volunteers that want to come out and and we could be a a place for them to contact you.
2: Oh, heck, yeah. There is others. One that's called the Heels Angels. They come up, they pick up everything, tires, couches, mattresses. Uh, desert Rats from, I think they're from Menden, Gardnerville area. Wow. They've done two major cleanups in Sun Valley.
0: And? Then there's Jason Merlis. There's cleaned, me by myself. Who cleans up Sun Valley <laughs> all the time.
2: A little short old man with we his need, headphones on. We
0: need more of you. We, we do. We, I do want to congratulate you, by the way, Jason, uh, because he did receive the Community Service Award from the Sun Valley General Improvement District. So uh, you are getting notice from your neighbors. Uh,
2: that was that was just in the nick of time, too, because I was getting burned out. I every time you, I question myself, what am I even doing this for? My legs hurt. My hips hurt. My mind hurts from being mad all the time.
0: So help Jason. Email us. washo 311
1: at washoecounty.gov. And, and we'll connect you. If we get some feedback from um, some residents out there that
0: hear this and want to help, we'll we'll connect them with you if that's all right.
2: I would love to help.
0: Excellent. Jason, it's an honor to meet you. You are the definition of Washoe life. People making a difference in their community. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I appreciate you.
0: Thank you. Up next, Grant Denton. You'll meet Grant Denton with the Karma Box. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Washoe Life. I'm Nancy Lewinhagen with segment two of our very second podcast of Washoe Life. We are headed
1: out of the gate with some fire today. Um, I'm Bethany Drysdale, and I am really, really excited about this conversation. We have Grant Denton here. He's the founder of the Karma Box Project and has his fingers in numerous um, projects around the county. So today we're talking about... Um, giving back to the community, seeing a need in the community and filling it, so take it away, grant, tell us how you got involved in uh, how you started karma box
3: um, so I started out here work so i started i moved out here working in sober living i 'm I'm in recovery I was a recovering addict, and um, when I first got out of jail and got into hit you know hit the streets to, to reinvent myself i wanted to I wanted to be a personal trainer because I wanted to help people, but at the I was um, sentenced to live in this Sober living home, and, and it just it just felt like that's all I wanted to do was help these guys. You know, you started helping folks and helping folks and watching people grow, and I'm learning from it. And I had a lot of mentors that were teaching me, so I came out here to to do sober living because that's um it's a really good platform to to work with folks. And uh, and then I got into worked at a Life Chain Center, which is a methadone clinic, and um, we created a program to get folks to volunteer. Um, in the community when I say folks I mean the clients and the whole purpose behind that was was purpose was to give people purpose um when it comes to addiction it's not as much of course it's about drugs because we're addicted to drugs but we're not it's not about the drugs it's about us right drugs are consistent they do exactly what they're supposed to do um it's us we're the ones that that have the the problem do you know and so um and and a lot of times when you just you know, people are like, you know, you should stop doing drugs. You're like, that's a great idea. And then you stop doing drugs and you don't even know who you are. So it's not a drug problem. It's, a, it's an identity problem, Do you know. And so part of gaining an identity is volunteering, giving back. And a lot of times when we're in an addiction and not doing well, we're we're doing a lot of damage to ourselves, to our family, to anybody who loves you, you know, and, and your community. So it's important that you you must give back to your community, especially if you're trying to become a better person. And so we, we did this volunteer program. And from that came the karma boxes and then boom.
0: And Grant, you you've done karma box now for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, are are you seeing, uh, are you seeing any, significant changes are you seeing uh, what, what is it that you see differently today than you did when you started the karma box in Northern Nevada? Um,
3: what I, what, are, are we asking what I see differently in the community? Yes. So here's, here's what's cool is um, at first uh, the the idea was that we build the boxes, we paint them, we fill them. Uh, it's, it's, you know, and we, and, and, and whoever needs takes from them. But what we found is like the people that fill them need them as much as the people that, take from them right it's not a i can help and you're the one that needs help it's a it's a we all we all contribute like helping somebody is actually good for you doing things like when you um part of um being uh, you know in a a, a a good member of your group is um is having ownership of it right how can you give people ownership of a community and And it's by allowing them to do things and setting platforms to give. And those boxes like turn into these like platforms where people can give back easily and know that they're doing something. My brother, um, my brother was in a carpenter's union. And this is what made me think of it when we started. My brother's in the carpenter's union in Vegas. And in the early 90s, they're building the the Bellagio and city center and all these things. And he's working there. And every, to this day, every time we drive by the Bellagio, my brother's like, I built that (laughs) dude, you didn't build the Bellagio, but he did put some studs in it and he had a role in building it. And so he has some, this weird ownership of the Bellagio in Vegas. Right. And if you can do that with a community on a small scale, then, then people will have, and they'll, they'll like protect their community. If you own it, you'll protect it. Do you know?
0: Are you seeing a difference? Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, Absolutely. Especially all the messages we get. I'll tell you one time. uh, (laughs) So one time, this is a lesson we learned with the karma boxes, is that, uh, so there's this lady. Her name is Diane. And she would go every Sunday with her kids. She'd take, with her grandkids. She'd take 20 bucks. She'd go to the 99 cent store. And $20 in a 99 cent store is a lot of stuff. And they would go to this box. And they would fill it. And then they would have lunch. And that the kids felt great. The, you know, they're planting seeds of civic responsibility with these kids. And they felt great. And the grandma felt great. And one time they filled the box and she looked up at these apartments and uh, while they're eating their sandwich in the car. And they, the uh, two people came out with bags and they emptied the whole contents of the box into these bags. And she called, well, she messaged me and I told her to call me. She called me back and she's like, she's crying she's like we do this every week and we want people you know as many people to help as many people as we can and and these people just took it all and at first i was like all right what, what what apartment do they come out of like i'm gonna go there and be like hey i need at least half of that stuff back um i'm not gonna do that but i thought about it and i was like well you know she's so but we there's a lesson in that is we can control how we give and not how other people take and it's so there's that there's that too as a lot of folks like we're it's okay, just let it go. And you don't know. Maybe they're helping people. There are a lot of folks walk by karma boxes, grab a bunch of stuff and share it at the camps or bring it to the, so like it's not, and it's not about us. It's about them, you know? So there's there's lessons, you know?
0: Absolutely.
1: I think that's a really incredible uh, perspective on it because I mean that could go really deep into psychology <laughs> you know yeah. one. but you know why we give and the motivation for giving um or doing or serving um and it's not about how it's received it's just about um I guess the place that you're coming from but something we've talked about is um Giving responsibly. I feel fantastic when I bake a batch of warm chocolate chip cookies and I can give them away to somebody that I think um, is in need, but that's not always the best way to help.
3: Um, so it just, so you have to look at when it comes to giving and I'm just, I'm always learning this just from being out in the camps when we were, were doing outreach and we're working in these camps and you'll see folks, you'll see how people give and you got it that most, I would say most people mean well. Right. Um, But as you as you watch, you'll see like um, let's just back up. There's there's three ways you can help. Right. You can help um, people to survive, which is basic needs, um, you know, uh, food, clothes, blankets, things like that. Shelter. You can help somebody stabilize, which is. Getting them employment, uh, helping them uh, get some sort of income, whether it's disability, SSI, whatever, um, and then or getting them into housing, um, and then it's helping them thrive. So it's stabilizes, giving them things. This is helping them just to survive. You know, the first one, second one is giving them uh, things that that'll that'll um, stabilize them. But if you don't teach somebody how to thrive, then they'll um, then they're going to cycle back down to a condition where you're going to need to help them survive again. So if I I can give you everything um, that you need, but if you don't know how to keep it and sustain it, then it could be causing more damage, you know? Um, And and not to say that if you want to help and serve food that you should teach somebody how to thrive or be a life coach, but it's it's also understanding that, like, um, how are we? Does that make sense? Like, how... What what is, what's your desired outcome? Like, what do you, what do you want when you have, are you just serving someone food? you want to help them eat? That's, um, and does that, that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it, that does make sense. Uh, we've talked, um, before kind of on that topic of, um, also the garbage that's generated sometimes, you know, I want to go out and I want to buy some takeout dinners for somebody, but then that's also, you know, where are those takeout containers going to go? Um, so maybe that's not the best way to give. Um, and I know you do a lot of work with the river stewards. Can you talk a little bit about what you've seen down, um, you know, cleaning up the river and working with people that are, um, are also stepping up to make a difference?
3: Um, well, uh, the river stewards, so the river stewards, just to, to back up is, is a, um, it's a program where we employ folks that were living on the river to help clean up the river. And the idea was that if we can teach someone to be, cause, cause part of being a, a good member of your community is knowing how you, how you impact your community, right? How is what I'm doing impacting the world around me? Some of us don't even don't have, don't have an understanding of that and how you're affecting the world around you. So if you can be cognizant of your footprint, you can actually be a better person. You want to be a better person, be a better citizen. That's it. So if you can be cognizant of your footprint and what we would do is we'd go out there and grab folks that were living out there and have them help us clean up the trash. And when they would get into this, mo where they're cleaning up the trash they would see the damage that's being done to the river and that and, and um and they would always mention like man you know and they would start to defend this river they would start to defend uh this community so it was that's that was something cool to watch is to watch people like learn more about how how we impact the the world around us you know and you know becoming a good steward of your community
0: we we're, sp- we're speaking with Grant denton he's the founder of karma box and, and so many other things really honestly there's not a word or a thing that defines you Grant every time I talk to you, your attitude and your spirit is infectious to me, and i'm sure it is to other people. what makes grant tick
3: um, it, so i i th- so i was uh, i spent some years uh, addicted I was addicted to heroin and math I was an IV user i um I was homeless for a little while and for about 3 years in Vegas and I think like oh, like this isn't I don't I don't I'm not sure if you could do th- this work if and and if you're not really passionate about it if you don't love what you do and I and I I think what makes me is that I you can see yourself in everybody. and everybody. I remember there was a time when like I was one of these guys and everybody was betting against me, you know. So I I think that um it's important that there's people out there that does that work, do you know that that'll that'll do the work and believe in folks you know drug addicted you know folks living on the streets like there's everybody can change, you know, mm-hmm. and they just need the right guidance they need somebody to help them thrive and direct them and challenge them like I'm not saying like earlier when I was saying about you know survive and stabilize and thrive like serving food's not a bad thing, but just um but it's just, it, it's it's how we deliver it and what we deliver it with. Do you know, like if mm-hmm. like a lot of it was we would have folks come out and just drop the food off and leave. Well, that's that's not helping much, but food insecurities right then, if you could drop it off and then help the population clean up or just converse with them or just let them know like, hey, dude, we got some trash bags, this and that, boom. And all those little things count or listen to somebody's story or hear where they, co- do you know, there's, if you're going to do it, let's add something to it, you know, because anybody can hand something off, but if it's – does that make sense?
0: It does, and I, I just have to say it's the holiday season. You're a gift to our community. You oh. are a gift.
3: Oh, Thank you.
1: Absolutely. Um, I want to ask one final question. Um, so somebody sees a need in their community, and they, um, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to start. They don't know really just the first thing about – what do I do to take this first step to maybe give back? Do you have a piece of advice or even inspiration? What would you tell that person um, to get them going?
3: Uh, um, so that's, it's, uh, well, it depends. Like what's in your sphere of influence? What do you do? Like if you knit caps, knit, knit some caps, and put them in a karma box. If you like, if you uh, are, right, so I get side work with a, a lady that's just, that she's a caterer and she'll create these, you know, these, these big meals. And when we're out, when we're out cleaning the river, or whatever, she'll bring us, sandwiches like you you it depends like what's your gig what do you do what do you what are you good at and then also volunteering for agencies is good we always need help and then you can and then who knows like maybe you'll find a niche in that maybe you'll find your good but I I would reach out to agencies reach out to the county I know they got a you know um, a volunteer agency or volunteer position coming up to where
1: And actually, anybody interested in what we do or services here can email um, washoe311 at washoecounty.gov or call 311 and literally dial 311 um, with questions or um, if they want to connect with any of our services. um, That's
0: a really good one stop shop for that. Awesome. I want to thank you for coming today, Mr. Denton. Always a pleasure to learn more about you. Thank you. Happy holidays.
3: Happy holidays.
0: And thank you, Bethany. We we just,
1: are, th- this was just a really really fun conversation for us so thank you grant for being, being here this is um, we want to talk about how to be involved in the community and and making washoe life just a little bit better
0: that's what we do here where to find us look for washoe life where you stream your favorite podcasts or on what in our washoe life newsroom at washoecounty.gov and thank you happy holidays everybody signing off nancy lewin and bethany drysdale happy holidays